Hello, everybody. I'm Kathy Yang. This is the podcast edition of Business Nightly. COVID-19 deaths in China reach over 2,000, and that's amid a decline in the Chinese government's daily tally of the new infections and fatalities. As Ron Cruz tells us, COVID-19 fears are denting growth prospects in Asia. Growth outlook for Asia further dimming. Ratings agency Moody says that's because of the lingering COVID-19 threat. On top of existing headwinds, like a slowdown in growth momentum, continued trade policy uncertainty and political disputes. Moody's adding, last year's accommodative monetary policy stances are unlikely to arrest a decline in growth in the region. Among the most affected, Hong Kong, which reported its second death in the territory from the virus Wednesday. Economist Francis Lund warns it's the beginning of the end for Hong Kong as an international finance center. He says the latest coronavirus outbreak will deal the knockout blow to an already battered economy. Last year we suffered from the trade war and then the civil unrest. And now uh, when we are just about to get back to our feet and we, we had the uh, coronavirus outbreak. So it's a triple blow. I don't think uh, Hong Kong will ever regain its former glory. All these economic forecast downgrades come as the world scrambles to stop the spread of the viral disease. COVID-19 deaths in China have already reached 2,000, while global infections have risen to over 75,000. But as cases in China drop, infections outside the mainland begin to rise. In South Korea, there are 20 new coronavirus cases, bringing the country's total number of infected people to 51. Over in Japan, hundreds of people have begun disembarking from a cruise ship docked in Yokohama. More than 540 people on board had tested positive for the virus, the biggest concentration of infections outside China. Countries are now queuing up to bring their citizens back home. Experts still warning it's too early to tell if the epidemic has actually been contained. I hope that uh, the, the, this will be possible to be contained uh, in China and then to reduce. And I hope that um, when it spreads uh, around the world, uh, it, it does so in a limited way. Our main concern, I have to say, is in relation to countries that have very weak health services. Ron Cruz, ABS-CBN News. Here at home, Philippine shares rebounded in step with most Asian peers as China eyes more stimulus efforts to fight the impact of the COVID-19 outbreak. But as Michelle Long tells us, investors may be too optimistic on the issue. Philippine shares staged a recovery on Wednesday alongside most Asian markets as investors cheered reports China is ready to offer more support to industries to cope with the COVID-19 outbreak. The Chinese state media also reporting over 80% of China's state-owned enterprises, roughly 20,000 manufacturing subsidiaries, headed back to work. Goldman Sachs in a commentary says markets are right to rebound, but appear too optimistic about the upside. For the day, the PSE index added 74 points, or around 1%, to settle just a touch below 7,400. So I think investors are 
quite jubilant that maybe COVID-19 have finally peaked or maybe in the warmer months come March or April. The problem is, uh, as, as I've been highlighting in the past, uh, you know, markets like the Philippines, Thailand, and, and Indonesia are quite dependent uh, on flows. And unfortunately, uh, China accounts for a large part of uh, emerging market baskets. Metro Pacific Investments, through its unit Metro Vantage Properties, has signed a 1.6 billion peso hospitality and real estate venture with Thai-based Ducit International. This move comes as the Manipangilinan-led conglomerate grapples with regulatory risks for its other ventures, including Mainilad and Metro Pacific Tollways. On to another Manny, this time Villar, the Philippines' richest man, according to Forbes. His one-stop home improvement store, All Home, says it is on track to hit its 2020 store expansion program of over 450,000 square meters in selling space. The group also allaying fears the COVID-19 outbreak will disrupt importations, saying it has already secured inventory for its existing and new stores that will last for six to eight months. And finally, Ayala-led Integrated Microelectronics reports a nearly $8 million in net losses for 2019. That's around 400 million pesos in losses as a slowdown in global markets continued to weigh on revenue, while investments in capacity and technical capabilities also increased overhead expenditures. Michelle Long, ABS-CBN News. British investors and international BPO clients continue to see business opportunities in the Philippines, despite disruptions caused by the COVID-19 outbreak. Dino Ponteorig reports. As some passengers of the Dock Diamond Princess disembark in Japan, Manila's top diplomat orders the Philippine Embassy in Tokyo to immediately repatriate Filipinos aboard the quarantined cruise ship. On Twitter, Secretary Chidoro Luxing Jr. said he wants them home now. There are more than 500 Filipinos on the cruise ship, 41 of whom have tested positive for COVID-19. But the first to be infected has been successfully treated and was discharged Wednesday. The health department says everyone who signed up for voluntary repatriation will have to undergo health protocols. Lahat po ng i-repatriate natin should be asymptomatic. Ibig sabihin, wala silang symptoms. Pangalawa, they should test negative bago po sila sumakay dun sa chartered plane. Even though they were already quarantined in that ship for 14 days, we are now requiring another set of 14-day period for them. Philippine and Hong Kong health authorities meanwhile team up to trace people who came in close contact with a 32-year-old Filipino domestic worker confirmed to have COVID-19. Helper had went out to City Hall outdoor area, met around 10 friends, and stayed there um, in the outdoor area uh, with everyone wearing masks for around one hour. They did not have meal together, but we are trying to contacting all her friends to check. We still have not received uh, further information on this OFW. What we know for now would be uh, ito ay nagpositive at apparently OFW siya na nag-aalaga ng isang tao na nag-test din ng NCOV positive doon. There is a silver lining, however, to the disruptions caused by the COVID-19 outbreak. Alorica Asia President Bong Borja says the epidemic has led to some international BPO clients to consider setting up business continuity plans in the Philippines. 
We haven't seen any pullback from clients. In fact, uh, there are clients because of NCOV-19 that are demanding or requiring more services from us because they wanted to put their own uh, business continuity plans and are looking to see if we can hire Chinese employees uh, here in the Philippines uh, to cover up for the shortfall in servicing from China. British investors also maintain a great interest in the country despite the virus scare. One of the key factors of the Philippines, which we've obviously been emphasizing, is you do have 108 million people. You are obviously the number one English-speaking. Uh, you've got tremendous growth uh, has been going on. 6% actually is the economy. And I think also the, the build, 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 that the UK has a strong interest in the Philippines. And I think that's going to continue and accentuate, obviously, now that we're in the post-Brexit period. The Philippine-British Business Council will be holding a trade mission to the Philippines next week with investors from different sectors like agriculture and tech. Dino Puantirig, ABS-CBN News. China considering measures to bail out its airline industry crippled by the coronavirus outbreak. As Ron Gagalak tells us, Philippine carriers are also urging the government to cushion the blow of the disease as they are expected to incur some 22 billion pesos or around $434 million a month following the rapid spread of the virus. The Philippine aviation industry hit hard by the coronavirus scare with the travel ban imposed on China, Hong Kong, Macau, and previously Taiwan. Local airlines say they expect losses of 22 billion pesos or around 435 million U.S. dollars a month. Airline representatives were at the House Wednesday to seek the help of the Philippine government. The Air Carriers Association of the Philippines pointed to Thailand, which is now implementing measures to soften the impact of COVID-19 on the airline business, such as lowering the excise tax on jet fuel and exempting travel and tour operators from income tax. We similarly ask uh, for those economic uh, uh, support from the government, and we have communicated them to CAB, the CAAP, and MIA. They are also asking government to implement holiday economics, where holidays are moved to a day before or after a weekend to encourage tourism. The group also proposes that government waive or reduce the travel tax imposed on Filipino passengers. The airlines assure travelers their aircraft are safe from the novel coronavirus, especially since they use high-efficiency particulate air or HEPA filters that can screen 99.9% of unwanted air elements inside an airplane. We have intensified the disinfection protocols to ensure that the passengers are protected, no? including the crew. They are also asking the government to fully lift the travel ban to countries and areas that are far from the epicenter of the COVID-19 outbreak. The House Transportation Committee vows to elevate the concerns of the airlines to the interagency task force and the House leadership so they can find ways to help the industry. The Civil Aeronautics Board says more than 200 flights from China are canceled weekly, almost 200 for Hong Kong, 50 for Macau, and more than 100 for Taiwan. 
Ed Monreal, general manager of the Manila International Airport Authority, says while the travel ban was lifted for Taiwan and partially lifted in Hong Kong and Macau, airlines are mounting only a few flights due to protocols being observed by pilots and crew. Dahil siyempre kung kasama ho sila sa quarantine, every time na maglilipad ho sila sa China, Hong Kong at, uh, at Macau, ay definitely pagbalik dito, iko-quarantine sila ng 40 days. So as we go on, siyempre yung resources ng crew, mababawasan po. Monreal says this and other concerns will be tackled at a meeting of the Interagency Task Force and results may come out before the end of this week. Ron Gagalak, ABS-CBN News. The Philippine Health Department raises the suggested retail price of face masks as demand for the commodity remains high following the COVID-19 outbreak. But as Alvin Elchica tells us, the move did little to solve the supply problems in the country. The Philippine Trade Department admits there is a shortage in the supply of surgical masks even after the Health Department allowed an increase in its suggested retail price to 12 pesos a piece. Yes, we have a shortage uh, because of the tremendous uh, surge in demand. DTI claims there is difficulty in sourcing imported surgical masks since other countries also have limited supply to spare due to the COVID-19 scare. Meddex, the local manufacturer who asked for the SRP hike, says supply is already coming. Today po yung start ng delivery sa Mercury po. Si Southstar kasi tsaka si TGP, wala pa silang purchase order. Medtex has vowed to supply 400,000 surgical masks per week to the local market. A number of consumers looking for surgical masks ended up buying the washable cloth mask for 25 pesos to 50 pesos apiece. Nalagyan na lang po ng tissue, tapos wala, wala pong mabili. So ito na lang, washable. After nilang gamitin, pwede nilalaban. Tapos gamitin ulit, ganun. Other consumers find the alternative face mask expensive at 150 pesos per piece. Hindi parang hindi siya practical. Medical store owners explain there are no more supply of surgical masks, but some of them have ordered stock from other countries, which can be delivered end of March. As long na may problema si China, yung regular face mask hindi tayo magkakaroon kasi we're dependent sa China. Eh. Aside from surgical masks, no contact thermometers are also out of stock. Retailers claim hundreds of this type of thermometer were purchased by hotels, restaurants, malls and other big establishments in recent weeks as a precaution against COVID-19. Then mga gloves. Puro China. Requirement ng school, requirement ng office. So, sa lahat ng dapat pumasok, ini-screen na nila. Most of these types of medical equipment are also imported from China. Alvin El Chico, ABS-CBN News. And that's it for today. This is the podcast edition of Business Nightly. You can watch highlights, recaps, and exclusive content of our shows online. Subscribe to the ANC YouTube channel, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter. Thank you for joining us.